Welcome to the Mindful Mondays podcast, weekly reflections and meditations to start your week right. With your host, author, meditator and founder of Mind, Body and Spirit Entrepreneur, Rachel Thompson. Good morning, meditators. Happy Monday. Welcome to the Mindful Mondays podcast. My name is Rachel, if you don't yet know me, and I am your host. Now, you are listening to a reflection episode where we go over some key concepts. I also encourage you to check out the accompanying guided meditation, which will go along and really reinforce everything that we talk about in today's episode. So before we get started, I just want to let everybody know that I have started doing the personalized meditations. So you can go to my website, uh, mymbse.com, or just type in Google Mind, Body, and Spirit Entrepreneur, and I'll link to it below. So if you are interested in getting your very own meditation, I include binaural beads, I include Reiki energy only if you want those. They don't have to be included, and it really is catered to everything that you want. So I'm doing meditations and affirmations. So about a 20-25 minute meditation or 45 minutes of affirmations. So just an option for anybody who really wants something that's more tailored to their needs. Now on to the episode. Today we are going to be talking about the path to freedom. And when I talk about freedom, I'm talking about emotional freedom, mental freedom, and spiritual freedom. Now this path to freedom is only found through first forgiveness and then love. So no matter how you want to look at it, no matter how you want to view it, how you want to approach it, you absolutely need forgiveness and you need love to find freedom. And that's how we are going to be addressing it today. So to start, I want to take a quote from Mark Twain where he's actually quoting an asylum inmate and where he speaks about forgiveness. Forgiveness is the fragrance the violet sheds on the heel that has crushed it. That's such a powerful quote. And whenever we're talking about forgiveness and we're talking about love, we are the violet that have been crushed many times, over and over again, but yet, can we still release that love? Can we still send out love even after life or other people or ourselves have let us down. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So when we think about truly experiencing this freedom, like I said, on the emotional level and spiritual level, uh, forgiveness really represents letting go of all that no longer serves you. And I know that we've really talked extensively on this show before about the process of letting go, but I really want to get into the actual forgiveness process. And we're going to do that in just a moment. Okay. But I want to give a little backstory on why I decided to talk about this topic and what happened in my life and just experiences that I had and people that I talked to that really showed me this is something that we need to address this week. So first, I have been doing this TRS detox and I will actually put the link to that below as well because a very close friend of mine is involved in the company and she sent me some free bottles to try out And basically what this does is it detoxes um, heavy metals from your body. 
and it can really have a crazy effect on all sorts of, of different health issues and also emotional issues. So as it's doing that, it also detoxes the physical components of the emotions that we've been holding on to. And holy moly, has this been an experience. I have had such a sense of anxiety and irritation and anger for no reason. Like you just know how you feel when you're anxious or you know how you feel when you're just really grumpy. That's how I've been feeling. (laughs) for no reason at all like things are going really well in my life and I'm just so mad at the world and so apparently and I know this thankfully because I'm close with her and I reached out to her and we talked about it apparently this can be normal it's like a detox so I am like okay that's great and all but I can't live like this I mean it got pretty bad there for gosh a couple weeks and So I've mentioned this before on the show, Um, I like some different metaphysical woo-woo type stuff, and some of the things I do are I play around with some oracle cards, Um, so they're not tarot cards or oracle cards, they're more like guidance, I'm not telling the future or anything, it's just I pull some and I see what they guide me to do, I see if I have any intuitions that come up, that's pretty much what it is, I'm not a mystic or anything. So I pull these cards asking the question of what I need to do to really help me process these emotions because I was sick of feeling like crap every day. So I pull the cards. The first card I got was forgiveness. The second card I got was love. And the third card I got was freedom. And that said it all. I didn't need anything else. So I'm having a conversation with actually two people this week in my life who I'm not going to say names or anything for their privacy. Um, have brought up how they've had these thoughts coming up and these memories coming up and they're really working on processing through them. And uh, the one person that I was talking to, she recently has been really trying to focus on her heart and opening up her heart chakra and through this process has had all of these memories of times where she's hurt other people. Her initial reaction, which I think many of our initial reactions would be similar, was, well, maybe I should stop this. You know, this, I don't want to have all these memories. But then she realized they were coming up for a reason. They were coming up to be detoxed. Like how I was detoxing this anger and this anxiety in my body. Things need to be brought up so they can be processed and let go. And she has an amazing process where anytime she has a thought, she writes it down on a piece of paper. And once she gets a page full, then she burns a piece of paper and that's her letting go. And then the second person that I was talking to was just really talking about, uh, you know, having to forgive his 15-year-old self essentially for things that he didn't know any better when he was 15. But how many times does our mind automatically go back to things that we did, things that people did to us 20, 30 years ago? Those are signs that we're still holding on to it on some level. So when we talk about forgiveness, we're talking about forgiving ourselves. We're talking about forgiving others. And the component I would like to add is you don't only forgive, but you add love in. 
We live in a society where detoxing has become very popular. There's teas, there's juice cleanses, there's coffee enemas, there's tons of meditations, many put out by yours truly, that all help you detox or try to heal some of these negative energies, um, acupuncture, metaphysical practices, energy work. It's like detox, detox, detox. And what I think is pretty incredible is that we can detox. And I've done some pretty big detoxes, especially in the last couple of years. So we can detox, but nonetheless, the next time we do a detox, there's more stuff that needs to come up. It's like, are we just going to be detoxing forever? And that is why I suggest adding in the love. So yes, detoxing the old, letting go of these emotions and thought patterns and habits that no longer serve us, and also being able to forgive are all essential. We need to do this whenever we are searching for our own personal freedom. But if we only focus on detoxing, then we're going to be detoxing for a lifetime. And that is where the love piece comes in. And this is what I think the cards were trying to tell me when I pulled them. And this is why I'm going to talk with you all about it. And this is what the meditation is really going to address. Is once we release the negativity, we need to replace it. And we have the choice of what we replace it with. Why not replace it with love? You know, we have these negative emotions, this guilt and this anger and this resentment taking up real estate in our bodies taking up real estate in our minds. And once we let them go, once we kick these tenants out of the house that we've been leasing to them, you have the choice of who you're going to invite in next. And I have a feeling that we're all going to be a little more careful of who we invite in next. And if we're not careful, then far too often the same type of tenants come. And they destroy the house that we're running out to them and they cause us all this headache. But let's only invite in the loving tenants, the peaceful tenants. Let's only invite in love after we detox this old. So to talk about this process, I want to actually read an excerpt on forgiveness. And then we can just address it a little bit further uh, because it is a really big topic and it is a topic that is hard for a lot of people. So let me read uh, just a short excerpt and then we can talk about it. And, you know, adding in the love is just something that we naturally do as we forgive. And I'll talk about that as well. So I'm going to take again from my Mindful Mornings book. And I will link to that below if anybody is interested. And this is from chapter 18 on forgiveness. And If you've never heard me talk about the Mindful Mornings book, this actually inspired this podcast and it's just short little morning reflections to do every day, kind of like how we do on this podcast, except we do weekly reflections. And I have quotes in all of the chapters, so I'll start with a quote. And the quote says, inner peace can be reached only when we practice forgiveness. And that's by Gerald G. Chempolsky. And so essentially everything we've been talking about so far. And I start the chapter... With the statement, you should never forgive. Okay, wait, what? That makes no sense, right? This statement likely contradicts everything you've heard about working through challenging situations and obtaining peace. But in reality, it is one of the only ways to achieve peace with difficult situations and people. Forgiveness is actually anti-peace because it puts you 
the forgiver, in a state of power. A highly freeing approach is acceptance and understanding. If a child makes a mistake, you are able to understand what made that child act in a certain way. Perhaps they fell victim to peer pressure or an urge for instant gratification. Perhaps they were trying to problem solve and use the only tools they knew how at the time. Perhaps they only focused on the present moment instead of long-term consequences. There are countless reasons why children make mistakes, and often adults can see the error in the child's thinking and behavior to correct it. Adults also make mistakes for similar reasons, but other adults have a more difficult time accepting and understanding these mishaps. You should have known better as a common excuse to become upset with others for making mistakes. The truth is both children and adults act in ways they think will bring them happiness at the time. Perhaps a person knew better when acting selfishly, but in that moment, for many reasons, he or she thought those actions would bring happiness. A mother who constantly lashes out at her children is likely trying to rid a stressor to make a situation better. A teenager who decides to binge drink at a party likely does so with hopes he or she will be approved by his or her peers, which will bring happiness. This understanding of others does not mean their actions were right. Both the mother and the teenager in these situations could have made decisions that were less harmful to themselves and others and would have brought more happiness. But in those moments, these alternatives were not considered with an appropriate, unclouded mindset. Being harmed by the actions of others can be extremely painful, but the only aspect of the situation in your control is your mindset around it. Forgiveness may make the other person feel better if they want to be forgiven, but true understanding and acceptance will make you feel better. Once you accept and understand, you can properly label the action. If a person apologizes, try not to simply say it's okay, but try to understand what motivated them to act in a way that caused you pain. This understanding fosters growth within yourself and in your relationships. We are fallible. We often make mistakes to learn and grow. It is just a part of life. A recognition and acceptance of this is far more powerful than simple forgiveness. The same understanding needs to also be applied to oneself. We often want to continuously punish ourselves for mistakes we made in the past. Remember, you were doing what you thought would cause happiness at the time. With what you knew how to do in the state of consciousness you had. If you lived a portion of your life in a lower state of consciousness, it is likely you made many mistakes. Looking back now, it may be hard to understand but always try to remember your state of mind at the time. Anytime thoughts of anger or guilt arise, be willing to let them go. You have learned, grown, and continue to grow, and you no longer need to punish yourself for the actions of your past. And so something I also do in this book that I do on this show very often is give little tips or ways to put this into action. So this is what I suggest in the chapter. Think of if you are still holding on to any anger or resentment for mistakes you made or mistakes others have made. What will it take for you to understand and accept each situation? 
This process can take years to fully complete depending on the situations, but holding on to any negative feelings only damages your mind and your body. If this is not a process you have worked on before, start with something small. Perhaps a coworker ate your lunch last week. How will you be able to understand and accept the situation without holding on to any negative emotions? Remember, you are doing this for yourself and not as a pass for anyone else. Well, there's a couple things that I want to talk about. And the first is the understanding component. You know, and I, I mentioned having to forgive oneself and understanding where we were at the time. My friend who mentioned holding on to things from that his 15-year-old self did, you know, taking yourself back to where you were at 15 and back into that consciousness and back into your understanding and your level of cognitive development, it really helps you to release some of this guilt that you have. You can't look back at your 30, 40, 50, 60-year-old self, look back at your teenage self or yourself in your early 20s and say, well, you shouldn't have done that. Look at these terrible mistakes you, you made. Yet we do that all the time. What we neglect to do is actually take ourselves back to that state of mind. Think of where we were coming from. Thinking of the pain that so often we were in at the time. And so often all we want to do is make that pain better. We do that in a variety of ways. We project it onto other people. We push it down within ourselves and it manifests in very destructive behavior. Now, so often we carry around this self-hatred and it leads us to do things that we regret, that we feel bad about. But that is not these actions that you might be having a hard time forgiving yourself for. These actions did not stem from who you genuinely are. You know, this person that you are today, they stemmed from an underlying deep pain, from a self-hatred, from negative emotions that at that time you did not know how to deal with and you were doing the best that you could to try to feel better. So really taking yourself back to that state can help you understand And I say that you should never forgive in the book, but that was really just to grab your attention. Of course, you should forgive yourself. But come to that place of forgiveness first from a place of understanding. Because you're really going to be able to forgive and let go once you can accept and understand. And so for some of us, doing that may be easier or less easy than repeating this process with other people. It really depends on the experiences that we had with other people. And others will sometimes do unimaginable things to us. And I know that many of us have experienced hardships because of a pain that another brought into our lives. But what happens is these people hurt us and we then internalize it and we continue to hurt ourselves over and over and over again because we're holding on to this resentment for these other people, to this anger, to this sadness, to this darkness. We're holding on to that. And very often it gives us this false sense of control. I didn't have control when you were doing these things to me, but I have control now and I find that control in hating you. I find that control of thinking negative thoughts about you. I find that control of taking myself back to the time and pretending that I said all these things to you where I lashed out at you in some physical way. 
You know, we have a lot of different ways to try to grasp at that control that we didn't have at the time. But there's no control in that. And I know that I've talked about this as well in previous episodes. Because you are not hurting that person. You are hurting yourself. 100% of the time, you are hurting yourself by holding on to this negativity and by refusing to forgive. So when you think about relationships that you're in now, people you want in your life now, if you can be able to forgive them for things that they do, the best way to do that is try to understand where they're coming from on the deepest level that you can. You know, you're listening to this podcast, you're doing the meditations, I'm sure you're doing a whole bunch of other stuff. You have insights, you have skills that many others do not. So we are at an advantage because we can look at somebody's behavior and we can see, you know what, they're acting that way because it's a projection of all the pain they're in. Trying to come to a deeper understanding, especially for the people that are in our lives and maybe do just kind of annoying things, (laughs) trying to come to that understanding will really help us come to a place of forgiveness much quicker. And we don't have to hold on to that. And our relationships with them, our relationships with ourselves will, will flourish because of it. So that part's a little easier. The part that's really challenging when trying to forgive others is trying to forgive others that might not be in your life anymore. That maybe they did such terrible things to you, they're not in your life for a reason. How do we forgive them? And a way to start is just having a willingness to forgive. And your willingness to forgive comes from the love you have for yourself. It comes because you are taking your power back to feel good. So if you can try to understand where those people were at the time they were doing those things to you, I mean the saying hurt people, hurt people is absolutely true. People that are at peace with themselves, people that love themselves, people that are balanced and clear, they don't hurt people. At least they don't hurt people badly. People that hurt others badly have been hurt badly in their lives. So just having that basic understanding can help a little bit. And this can definitely be a process and absolutely seeking guidance from therapists or counselors or maybe even coaches, probably more mental health professionals, psychologists, things like that could greatly benefit you if you're really trying to work through this. But trying to come to that understanding will help. And then also just making the statement to yourself, stating the intention that you are choosing to let go of what you've been holding on to, that you no longer need to hold on to this pain, that it is not serving you. And recognizing the way you truly take your power back is through love. So I want to segue a little bit more into that. How can we bring in the love while we're going through this forgiveness process? Well, absolutely something that I've talked about a million times and I have in February. If you haven't listened, if you haven't been listening to this podcast for a while, I recommend that you check out all the episodes I did in February because they're all about love and a lot of it was self-love. So to be able to forgive yourself, to be able to forgive others, you have to absolutely come from a place of self-love. So as you are going through this forgiveness process, also focus on loving yourself. As you are forgiving yourself for things you've done in the past, after you forgive yourself, can you push it one step further? Can you send that person, that being who is in so much pain that they made a mistake, that being who punish themselves for making that mistake for years after they made it. Can you send them love? 
Can you send yourself love when you've been a victim of other people's actions? Instead of remembering those times where you were being hurt by somebody else, can you think back at those times and send yourself love? Send that child love if it stems from your childhood. Just imagine yourself wrapping your inner child up in your arms, keeping them safe, hugging them tightly, and promising that inner child who's still there with you that you will make it up to them by loving yourself every single day. And the final step and the hardest step for many will be can you come to a place where you can send those who have hurt you this same unconditional love? Can you send their inner child who was in pain, who never wanted to do these things to you, who never wanted to turn out to be that person that they became? Can you send them love? Depending where you are on this forgiveness process in yourself or just in your own spiritual, personal development journey, depending where you are, this can be very hard or it can be incredibly freeing. And the goal is for us all to reach a place where we find that freedom. And then just thinking of moving forward, we are going to get rid of all this guilt and resentment and pain. And remember, it's that pain, it's that negativity that causes us to act, to react in ways that are not for our highest and best good. It comes from the pain. It never comes from love. So going forward... You're taking back your control and we're coming from a place of love. So learning to love yourself now, after you get rid of that pain, replacing it with self-love, doing what you need to do to truly, unconditionally love yourself is going to prevent you from making all of these mistakes that you made in the past. Yet nobody's perfect. We make mistakes. That's how we grow. But if you can come from a place of self-love, you're not going to be acting out of pain. So there's a lot less of a chance that you are going to be hurting other people. And if you do hurt other people, a lot of times it might be their reaction to something you did that was not meant to hurt them. You know, if you're coming from a place of love and somebody gets offended or hurt by it, then a lot of times that's that's some of their stuff coming out. And that's okay. We're all on our own individual journey. But not only that, not only are you far less likely to do things that you end up regretting, but when you do something, when you make a mistake, you know, if you're giving a speech and you completely mess up, instead of going down the rabbit hole of beating yourself up, can you immediately insert that self-love? That is how you are going to prevent more of these negative emotions from building up because you're stopping it before it happens. You're saying, I made this mistake. I'm human. It happens. I love myself. It's okay. I love myself. Or I made a mistake. This is a learning lesson. This is how I'm going to learn and grow and change my behavior in the future. And I still love myself because I'm worthy of that love. So think now if we can just eliminate all the negativity through forgiveness and come from this place of love from here on out. 10 years from now, you're not going to be looking back with all this stuff that you've been holding on to and needing to detox it. You are going to be filled with love. So the meditation is really going to help with this process this week. Definitely, if you have significant trauma, I encourage you to work with a professional mental health provider to work through this and don't try and do it on your own and don't try to do the meditation on your own. 
But if you feel like you are ready for this process, then start with the meditation. It's going to bring some stuff up when your mind's relaxed that you can work through. And if I said anything during this episode specifically that stood out, that's something to focus on first. So if I talked about forgiving other people and somebody immediately stood out for you, that's likely the person that you need to forgive the most. If I talked about forgiving yourself and an incident immediately came to you, that's the incident that needs to be forgiven the most right now. So do what you need to do to work through it. Like I said, the understanding, the acceptance, doing the meditation, perhaps even journaling will help. And also as you experience the negative emotions that might come up, allow them to come up. Don't try and push them deep down because when we push them deep down, they're just there longer and will come up another time or manifest in another way. So allow yourself to feel them, allow them to come up and then immediately work through them. Go through whatever forgiveness technique best aligns with you, what feels right for you. Take yourself back to that time and place. See if you can come to an understanding and acceptance and then let it go. And you can even state, I am letting this go. I release this guilt from me now. I release this pain. I release this resentment. But you know, if you just say those words without actually going back to the time and place and trying to accept and understand, then you might release a little bit, but the source is still going to be there just churning and producing a whole lot more feelings of resentment and guilt for you. So, you know, you really kind of have to go deep here. All right. So I wish you all good luck on this process. I know that it's not always fun, but the path to freedom takes some work some self-work a lot of times, and it will be worth it in the end, I'm here to tell you. I mean, I'm obviously still going through it myself, but the parts of my life that I have let go, and I can tell that I let them go, have been so freeing. So I promise you, this process is worth it. Okay, so check out the meditation. Um, Look at the links below uh, for personalized meditations and... um, the TRS detox, and the link to Mindful Mornings. I think that's what I mentioned here. Okay, look for those below. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have an amazing week. Love and light. Thank you for listening to Mindful Mondays with Rachel, a mind, body, and spirit entrepreneur production. If you enjoyed today's episode, head over to www.mymbse.com for more free resources and trainings. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and give us a review and join us next week for a brand new meditation and reflection.